Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March the 24th in the year of our Lord 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. As you know, we also are convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? You want solutions, baby? You got it. Kind of like Radio Shack of old. You got questions. We got answers. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. We're hard-hitting talk. Meets common sense. Put it all together. And what do you get? Solutions-oriented radio. Welcome to the broadcast. If you want live and on-demand radio at your fingertips, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net are the two websites to go to. Libertyroundtable.com for this show, lovingliberty.net for Liberty Roundtable Live, and many other around-the-clock incredible shows syndicated by the Loving Liberty Radio Network. That is part of the Loving Liberty Network family of services and offerings, and it's all about the sacred cause, don't you know? Lovingliberty.net also has live and on-demand radio, as you know, but they also have phone apps. Did you know they have a Android and an iPhone app that you can download? You can listen to the radio network in progress 24-7, but you can also click on the podcast and listen to the, each show to your heart's content at your convenience, based on your schedule, whenever you like. Yeah, live and on-demand radio free at your fingertips. And then you can also follow the Twitter feed for Loving Liberty on the app as well. Your donations are welcome. Be generous with your donations, ladies and gentlemen. Every penny will be used to grow our efforts to promote the sacred cause of liberty, God, family, and country. Country, How do you like that? All right, a quick recap of yesterday's show all starts now. Sam sounds off. Quote, I can't take it anymore. The dishonesty of the Coco, their lies about the COVID vaccine, about the COVID experience that we're all forced to endure. Uh, it, they're all big lies. I'm telling you right now, I, could, I can bring up lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. Over the last year, we've really highlighted the criminal activity of your government in bed with the criminal activity of the vaccine companies, the pharmaceutical companies. Uh, and government, pharmaceutical company, and private businesses have been forced into a lot of that as well, being afraid of the government and so shutting down or defying the shutdowns and getting arrested. I mean, it goes on and on and on of the tyrannical hand of government in this. And you say, Sam, it's a pandemic, you idiot. Oh, yeah? You think so? Prove it. You can't even isolate the virus. You don't even have the virus isolated to prove it exists. Oh, no, Sam, but we can scientifically, uh, anecdotally, uh, see the downstream results of the evidence of. You can't see your, you can't see the wind either there, Sam, but you can see it affecting the trees, and so you know the wind exists. Yeah, the same discussion tells me God lives. I get it. But you're either going to double down in scientific proof or you're going to take it on faith, huh? If you're going to take it on faith, you don't have evidence, unless you could say faith is 
evidence of things unseen, and pretty soon you're going to believe in God, and that's what you ought to do in the first place, and then we might not be as psychotic on this deception. See, that's the problem. They don't have scientific evidence, but they're acting as if they do. Okay, if I say, hey, this is not the way something is, then they say, we're shutting you down for fake news, buddy. You're lying, or you're peddling false information, or you're a purveyor of fake news, or whatever baloney they want to spin to their advantage. But they lie, and we've caught them at so many lies. Just take the six-foot rule. Now they're going, by golly, we locked you down for a year over it. Everybody debates where it came from. It's like hundreds of years old. It's not accurate. It has no scientific relevance or basis or reality. Why do I say that? Because even the government's now admitting, hey, if you cough hard, you can launch coronavirus 26 feet, people. Okay, so let's reduce the six feet down to three feet then because you can launch coronavirus 26 feet when you cough real hard. So let's let's do that. Let's reduce it from six feet to three feet because your missiles can launch the cocoa when you cough. Okay, that makes real sense, doesn't it? That's scientific as all get out, isn't it? Why don't you just duplicate that science experiment? Go out there like Laura Ingalls. Right? What's that, what's that series called, Cameron? What's <laughs> Laura Ingalls, she's on uh, a little house on the prairie. That's what it's called. All right, so, and she got taught out of spit by, what's that guy's name? Charles, that's the dad. And then he had a buddy. Well, what's that dude's name? And then he had a buddy that's like this outback woodsman dude, and he taught, it, he taught that girl to spit, you know? And she could spit real far. So now you just walk around like Laura Engels saying, I can spit 26 feet. Better social distance now. And then they reduce it to three feet in the government schools because, by golly, what are you going to do when the government schools shut down? Homeschool? Well, by golly, we can't have everybody homeschool, and they might actually get educated then. See, we just go round and round and round in pure flat-out stupidity, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry to go off on this, but I just can't take it anymore. All right, what the heck is America, ladies and gentlemen? Without transparent, honest, and accurate elections, I ask you. But what is America without honest, accurate, transparent science, I ask you as well, ladies and gentlemen. Fauci runs around and acts like he's got the science, but then now we find out the CDC relaxes. The requirements in government schools from six foot to three foot, NBCnews.com. Now I got a question. If you're in a bar... Does the six feet go to three feet? What if you're in a restaurant there? Is it, you know, six feet in a bar still? What if you get real drunk? Can you spit 30 feet now? What if you smoke marijuana and you eat pizza? Can you only spit about a foot and a half because you're tired? Whatever, right? Come on. What's going on around here, folks? They peddle drugs and porn. They'd shut us down for talking about God. They double down, acting like they've got the science. They have no evidence. They have no proof. You and I take it because we're kind people. We take it because we're gentle people. We take it because we want to believe people are like us and that they don't mean harm. They mean good. They want to care for those around them. And they have a good Christian compass pointing true north on godly respect for one another. But they don't have that compass that we have, folks. And we lie to ourselves and we think they do. They want to lock you down and control you. They want to literally get rich on your back. They literally want to practice priestcraft and lord over you in ungodly ways. Okay, that's what this has come down to. How do I know? 
because I see study after study after study, evidence item after evidence item that gets flat out suppressed or not not carried out because they don't want the results or carried out and they get the results. And well, if the results were going to go their way, their way, they were going to publish it. And well, the results didn't go their way, so they're not going to publish it now. And it goes on and on and on. Compare Florida and California. One state shut down like no other. The other state had a good time and lived life fairly normal. The results are pretty similar between the two, right? Okay. This is the stuff I'm talking about. What on earth is going on around here? Then I bring this up and people are like, well, you better obey there. You might end up in jail. Okay, so I'm going to end up in jail. And the rapist that crosses the border illegally, what are they going to get? A stimulus check? See, this is insanity. All right, second hour yesterday, we talked to our guest, Jim Clymer. He's a well-known constitution expert. He's a constitutional attorney, I might add. But he's with the Party of Integrity, Liberty, and Prosperity, ConstitutionParty.com. And we talked to him about the issue is honesty. We must stand tall together. It's all about honesty and civility. Amen to that. The federal government, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is subject to the states which created it. And the states are subject to the popular sovereignty of the people. Would it be under, an understatement to say the federal creature's out of control? Not at all. We also talked about Donald Trump saying Biden gets softball questions from the press. He says Democrats are destroying the country with this new term called woke. Are you woke? Sounds like it's a grammar snafu, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. But you're, if you're woke, it means you're educated and agreeing with the liberal ideology. And if you're not woke, then you're simply asleep and ignorant. You see how offensive these people are? And then they're like, oh, we've got to have everybody get along. Got to have unity on everything. No, because I'm woke to the fact that you're denying God, family, and country, and you're violating the protection of life, liberty, and property, and I want it stopped. I'm woke because I want to stand with the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, for heck's sakes. And I want to stand with pro-life, and I want to jettison the pro-death lies called pro-choice. All right? These are very clear fundamentals. I want a God-given right of self-defense called and codified in the Constitution, your Second Amendment. The right to keep and bear arms. But they're trying to obliterate that, calling it common sense gun control. Common sense gun control is get enough training to shoot what you're aiming at. And for good guys to have guns to stop the bad guys. Who finally stopped this, this yahoo in Colorado? Huh? Oh, a cop with a gun. A good guy with a gun did, Sam. Yeah, that's the point. What if a good guy had a gun earlier? Then he would have been stopped earlier, right? How dumb am I? So this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Now, they say Donald Trump's going to re return to social media in a couple of months on his own platform. I think that's phenomenal news. I hope he does. And I hope his platform is fair and honest and open, and I hope he has the mojo to circumvent the mainstream press and the, the very few companies that control everything. I hope he can. I don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, like a parlor, a gab. I don't know if he's going to buy something already existing to crank up faster or if he's really going to crank up his own new service. But either way, I welcome it. We need more people in the media, ladies and gentlemen. Facebook lies about how many people they have on their platform. They literally took down 1.3 billion accounts between October and December 2020. And they removed over 100 misinformation networks over the past three years as well. They lie. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? 
Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. So uh, thank heavens to my producer looking stuff up for me. Cam doing a great job. So he says, hey, man, when you're talking about this Laura learning how to spit on Little House on the Prairie, it's Mr. Edwards that taught her to spit. He's like, hey, Laura, you want to learn how to spit? And she's like, yeah. She's a little kid, right? And the mom's like, uh, no, stop. Anyway, I guess she did learn how to spit on the show. She drew the line at, draw, or at the cha, I guess, you know. Didn't do that. So anyway, that's kind of interesting. Um, and it just goes to show we live in a different time. Now, you know, in old days, somebody, a neighbor, which was Mr. Edwards in this case, like, hey, you want to learn how to spit? Nowadays, do you even want to talk about <laughs> what nowadays looks like? It isn't so, just do you want to learn how to spit these days when, to a little girl. It's a little more... Um, Oh, I don't know. So I just say they want to get into twerking, and I digress. Let's go to the real news, shall we? Cruise to the Bahamas. You want to do that, huh? The Royal Caribbean International Cruise Line says game on if you're vaccinated. You comfortable with that? Questions are now surrounding what they call a vaccine passport, also called a health certificate or travel pass. You cool with one of those? I certainly am not, and I'm not going to take the vaccine. The problem is, guys like me can get pretty bold and say, I'll never take the vaccine, man, not me. But number one, they can hold you down and give it to you anyway, whether you like it or not. Just you know. Now, I doubt they'll do it that way because they know that they'll show their tyrannical hand too heavy if they do that. So they probably won't do that. What they'll do 
is they'll start with a private sector like this. This is how they deny you your liberties over time, and the people seem to swallow it. Okay, it's like a frog in the heating bowl or pot on the stove, right? Whatever. Okay, now, by the way, I've been told that if you do heat up a frog, they don't really jump out when it gets too hot. So it's a great analogy, but it probably isn't factual. I digress. It's you know, There you go. Nevertheless, uh, people are, get acclimated to it over time. It's kind of a slow process, and people don't really revolt or say, no way, stop, or get up in arms or riot or whatever you want to do. They don't do that if it's really slow and mellow. So they won't start out and just lock you down and hold people down and force the jab. What they'll do is they'll just go, yeah, you want to go cruise? Then you better have your vaccine. You got to have the cocoa vax, right? And, well, I guess I won't go on cruises then. Okay, well, that's fine, Sam. If you want to fly on a plane, you got to have the cocoa vac. I guess I won't fly on a plane. That's fine, Samuel. Oh, if you want to ride a train, you got to have a cocoa vac. I guess I won't ride on train. That's fine, Sam. You don't ride on trains. Well, if you want to bank at this bank or go to this theater, they're private companies. They can do what they want. If you don't have the cocoa vac, the cocoa card, then, hey, you can't watch a movie. Fine, I'll watch my movies at home. That's fine, that's fine Sam. And they'll slowly but surely move the needle, move the needle. Pretty soon it'll be like... Sam, you can't shop at your favorite grocery store if you don't have the cocoa card. <laughs> and then I'll be like, well, I won't shop at that whatever Walmart, whatever grocery store anymore. I'll shop wherever I want to. Well, no, Sam. And they'll just back into it slowly but surely to where it's like, you know what? You will take the vaccine or you won't participate in society. Is that where we're going to go? Is this the mark of the beast beta? I don't know. I'm just telling you it's very weird and they're getting crazy and they're doing it fast. By the way, Rush Limbaugh's radio time slot will be taken over by a guy by the name of Dan Bongino. And uh, I guess Dan's been around for a while. He's filled in on Rush's show, and it's probably a pretty good pick. Um, I'm not super familiar with him, but I know a little bit about him. And he's a commentator and an author, and he's been an entrepreneur, and he's done a lot of good stuff in his life. He's worked for the government, like FBI kind of stuff or whatever, uh, in the past. And, you know, he might be a or Secret Service. Maybe it is. I can't remember. I don't have it all in front of me. But anyway, the guy seems pretty decent. And I hope he does a little bit more bold talk radio than Rush did. Rush, at the start of his career and the end of his career, was amazing. In the middle of his career, he kind of went water boy for the Republicans and melted down for quite a number of years. But he got rich and smoked cigars and had a great time doing it. And now I say, rip Rush. You know what? God rest your soul, brother. And I appreciate all the good that you did do for the country. I wish it were more. You know what? At the end of the day, we all got to surveil our lives and say, how did we do? Did we stand up for the things that mattered? Did we back up when time warranted? Were we kind and appreciative and grateful? Uh, were we bold and de- defining um, you know, the things that matter most? Did we stand for God, family, and country? Uh, did we move forward in meaningful ways to promote the cause of Christ? That's right, Jesus Christ. Do we promote the real king? Do we reject all kings until the real king returns, right? Where do we stand? What's our life? You'll survey your life. You'll look back and you'll go, man, what did I do with my time? Was I an advocate for the principles that, that, that make people better than they really are? In other words, you keep God's commandments, and by his grace, you become, you become better than you really are, don't you? You start out and do all your best and everything that you can do, and then God blesses you with his grace as you get saved. And, and man, in the end, you're, you're way better than you. Hey, man, if I hang around my wife, I become way better than I normally am. And if I pay attention to God's laws and my lovely wife and I'm surrounded by my wonderful children, they all bring out the best of me. See, is that what you want for your life? If you do, ladies and gentlemen, you best not sit idly by. You best seize the day is what I would say. 
You best get on it, right? You best take action. You best do all you can. All right. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. That's a recap of the broadcast that took place just yesterday. Still available on demand at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Tell the tale. Let everybody you know know. We need more listeners, more donations. As the broadcast grows, your help is greatly appreciated. Look, I'm not begging for your money to fund my personal family or my vacations or anything like that. I have a day job. I work all day to care for those things. Okay? I want you to fund this radio network because I want to help us grow. Okay? If we have the funding, I can broadcast live from all kinds of places. Did you know the Red Pill Expo is coming up in June, South Dakota? Yeah, did you know Freedom Fest is coming up in July, South Dakota? I'd like to be at those two events. I will be at Freedom Fest in July because some private donors put some cash in to make it happen. Okay? They're not paying me to go. Uh, They're not, uh, you know, writing Sam Bushman a check, but they are covering a lot of costs. I'm taking off days of work, so I'm losing money to go, but it's worth it. Uh, and, And somebody's helping me cover the cost so the loss isn't just too mammoth on my family. I digress, but I'm telling you, we're going, and we're going to broadcast live, and we're going to bring incredible guests and promote the sacred cause of liberty while there. Some say, Sam, that's just preaching to the choir, buddy. You can say that if you want, but my question for you is, what was the choir like before my voice chimed in? I think it was a little smaller, if I'm not mistaken. And you can say, well, you're only one, Sam. You don't make a difference. And I say, you know what? I'm going to live my life as if I answer to God, okay? And you know what? Let the chips fall where they may, but when I stand before my maker and account for my deeds in the body, if you will, then I'm going to be able to say, you know what? I promote a God family country. I raised these children. I did my best. I worked my derriere off to support my family and and to do good in the world. And, and hey, man, I was engaged in a good cause all the day long to the best of my ability from the time I was born to the time I kicked it. I did the very best I could, Lord, and... I hope it's good enough where he says, come on in, you good and faithful servant. Don't know. Just got to do the best I can and trust in God for the rest, right? That's what we all got to do. But I'm telling you right now, it's important to be up and about it. I'll tell you right now, it's important to reject negative thoughts, negative views, negative beliefs, and replace them with the trust in God Almighty, with a faith-filled view, with a hope and a prayer, and then get up and do all that you dare. Yeah, you know, they say about a good woman, You know, the devil just freaks out when she gets out of bed. When her feet hits the floor, look out. Because she, you know, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the nation, right? So we got to really understand that. Women are powerful. Women have a unique role to play in God's plan. And it's not the perverted, whacked-out feminist ideology either. All right? Women have their own roles to play. They've got the same God-given rights as men, right? Inalienable rights are equally given to male and female, different qualities, different attributes brought to the table for God's great plan. No doubt about that reality check. And those two, male and female, the godless want to deny that reality check of male and female, though. Uh, But the truth is, male and female, those are not divisionary roles. Those are not competitive roles. Okay, that's not how God designed it. That's how the world wants to manipulate it, as they divide and conquer everything in their wake. Jettison that deception, folks. Male and female credity them. Males and females are designed to be complementary to one another. 
And in God's great plan, those two complementary roles of male and female create this great synergistic whole. Synergism means the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, right? That's what a family does under the leadership of a male and female. That's God's plan, baby. You got to stick with it. You got to stand by it. You got to advocate for it all the day long. And that's who I am. And that's what I do on your radio. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. 21-year-old Ahmad Alyssa has been charged with multiple counts of murder after his suspected rampage at a grocery store in Boulder, Colorado, Monday. President Biden urged Congress to swiftly pass gun control laws, and he may write executive orders on his own. Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert says Colorado already has some of the toughest gun laws in the country. And it's very unfortunate that their first knee-jerk reaction is to limit our ability to defend ourselves. End quote. The grocery store where the shooting took place is an anti-open carry, informing legally armed folks not to go into the store. North Korea conducted tests of short-range missiles last weekend as the new Biden administration continues to push for diplomatic engagements with Pyongyang. The official sought to downplay the implications of the test, emphasizing to reporters that the administration does not view the tests as a major provocation. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs. And because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by March 31st. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Let's get a border update. Tim Berg reports. The Border Patrol is running into more large groups of illegal immigrants in South Texas. Agents saying they're encountering groups of 100 or more. The illegal immigrants from the countries of El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Mexico, and Belize. Texas Border County Judge Richard Cortez tells MSNBC the feds are to blame regarding the border crisis, and this is now affecting folks regarding trading along the U.S.-Mexico border. The federal government, because... We, we have close borders right now. I mean, the, the border communities, we depend on cross-border trade with, with, with Mexican people coming across over and shopping in, in, in our in our in our businesses. Those people cannot come over here. In fact, no one can cross the border right now except for those immigrants that are seeking asylum. And that, of course, gives them a right because that's what the law says. So until our federal government addresses the immigration issue, we're going to continue to have this problem or even more so in the future. USA Radio News.
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I went off, and I'm sorry. Had to do it, though, man. Whenever we're talking about the great struggle over the sacred, God-given principle of agency, I've got to sound off, man. It's vitally important, right? Right? It's really important. This is not something to me- uh, mess with or be, you know, timid about. We're talking about the great struggle for agency, the ability to choose as you will. To follow God's plan or not. As for me in my house, I choose to serve the Lord. I know I'm far from perfect. I don't want to come across as if I think I'm, you know, any better than anybody else. I just I just know that's the important thing to pursue in life, right? That's all I'm trying to get at. All right, enough of that. A recap. Say that again, Cameron. Cameron's Oh, Joshua 24, 15, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He's exactly right. All right, I, I was thinking he was telling me a time related to the show. All right. <laughs> oh, but a biblical reference is always good. Ladies and gentlemen, I've read the good book, right? And I'm telling you right now, we win in the end. Tyranny goes down in flames, okay? Liberty prevails. Don't forget that reality check either, please. All right, illegal immigrants. <clears throat> this is a headline for the mainstream press, okay? Illegal immigrants... Suspected of crimes ranging from rape and murder to gang affiliation have been arrested in the Rio Grande Valley. They call that the sector of Texas. That's according to Customs and Border Protection officials. Now, they say at least 10 Wow, at least 10 illegals, immigrants connected to serious crimes, were recently arrested as the number of migrants arriving at the border increased. Now, I think about that headline, folks. Okay? And I go, wait a minute. The New York Post reported this, they say. Now, I think back... When Donald Trump was running for office and he was speaking about the border and he said, hey, you know what? Oftentimes we really got to protect our borders because sometimes these illegals are rapists and murderers. Sometimes they're gang affiliated. Right. Now, that's what Donald said. And the mainstream press mocked him. They went, what are you talking about? How dare you be a racist? Right. How dare you be a racist? How dare you hate on the illegals? I can't believe you. People are coming here, wives and children, and you're up there talking about this racist idea that the Mexicans are all rapists, and how dare you, Donald? Isn't that what they did back in the recent future? Don't have a short memory, people. Remember these things. And remember your God, too, I might add. But remember these things and go, you know what? That's what they said. They mocked the Donald at the time. They mocked President Donald J. Trump. And they kind of hinted, oh, the Donald's clueless, he's ignorant, he's a racist, he's, how dare him. But now we find out even the, what do they call these groups in government here? They call it the Real Grand Valley Sector of Texas. That's according to customs and border protection officials. Okay, this isn't President Trump now. This is border, why didn't the border protection officials speak up? They knew this was the same in Donald's day at least 10 illegal immigrants connected to serious crimes 
were recently arrested as the number of migrants increase. The New York Post reported on Monday. Where was the New York Post back when President Trump was saying this? They were silent also. Right? Joel Martinez, a chief patrol agent, said one subject was arrested for rape and sentenced to 20 years in prison. The two men were arrested for indecency with a child in the cities of Amarillo, Texas, and Sulphur Springs, Texas. Okay? They said they arrested three sex offenders who were illegally present in the U.S. One subject was arrested for rape, right? It just goes on and on and on, folks. And this is where they used to mock President Trump about this and say it isn't true. But now they're admitting it's flat-out fact. Right? Let me ask a question. Are these arrests real? Okay, are these arrests real? Are these people going to jail real? Because if they are, it just proves President Trump, right? In the past... Four days, they've arrested sex offenders, a murderer, and MS-13 gang members. Listen. Not to mention two sexual predators. They also found all kinds of drugs being moved across the border. Now, does this prove President Trump right or what? Answer. Well, yes, it does. So when President Trump was making these claims and guys like me were saying he's right as rain and your mainstream press was lying to you and peddling fake news that it was nothing more than imaginations of a whacked out racist mocking President Donald J. Trump, these people are criminals. They peddled fake news and in bed with the drug cartels and in bed, the media was in bed with the sex traffickers and the murderers and the rapists and those who would pillage and plunder our society. And we, you know what? We stand up and they're like, oh, you guys are crazy. You guys are racist. Uh, yeah, you hate Mexicans. You hate... That's the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. It isn't about color of skin or ethnicity. It's about, ladies and gentlemen, the rule of law, first of all. Secondly, it's about criminal activity. Okay? The whole purpose of government is to protect us from that kind of abuse. Not aid and abet it and then have the media lie about it. Not pretend it doesn't exist because you hate Donald Trump. Some kind of a left-right deception of Republican, Democrat, whatever. Now Joe Biden's created a serious crisis on the border. He absolutely has. And now the Democrats are in a bind. They don't know how to admit it, but they know it's true. But now some Democrats are standing up nobly, boldly. And they're saying, these are people that are mayors, people that live on the border. They're going, you know what? I got to stand against Joe on this one. My citizens are at risk now. You think? Hello. That's what President Trump was trying to tell you people. And you didn't stand up like you should have then. And now Joe's created a crisis. And you're standing up. I guess it's better late than never. 
But come on, people. Now, Nancy whacked out Pelosi wants to try to blame Donald Trump for the border crisis, saying it's his fault. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to all this, except here's the next headline that kind of even heightens the concern. Listen carefully to this. Do you know who Saki is? P-S-A-K-I, I think you say it's Saki, right? Anyway, I guess that's the, uh, what, press secretary for the Joe now? If we're going to call it the Donald, we've got to call it the Joe, don't we? Grandpa whacked out sex pervert Joe. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, I guess <laughs> Joe Biden has got kind of a problem. And so Saki, this press secretary for Joe, got beat up by the press, believe it or not, a little bit. They were pressed on Joe Biden putting migrants in hotels on the border while the National Guard had to sleep in Washington, D.C. parking garages. So it's a big old debate now. What on earth are the National Guard sleeping in parking garages for when the illegals get hotels? And if that doesn't really show the double standard, if that doesn't really highlight, you know, <clears throat> the problem here, I don't know what does, right? Why are the migrants, why do they call them migrants? Why don't they use the word illegals, right? They're not just migrants, folks. It's not just like they migrated over here and they're just kind of cruising freely around. There's a border, and it's illegal to cross it. Okay, let's be clear and not lie to ourselves. Okay? Right? Illegals is what you got to say. There, good. I changed the article headline. Now it says Saki pressed on Biden, putting illegals in hotels while National Guards slept in uh, parking garages. What's up with that? Well, that doesn't highlight the double standard and kind of the way we're treating the illegals. They're, they're like rock stars, and you and I are going to jail and stuff. You open your restaurant, you're going to jail, you cross, cross the border illegally, you get a hotel. You go ahead and serve your country, and they toss you in a parking garage to sleep. But if that's not enough, illegals are getting even more. I'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians 
and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So illegal immigrants suspected of crimes, rape, and murder, and anything else crossing the border getting arrested. Now they're in jail, some of them. So you and I got to fund the taxpayer jail for these people that we should have never let cross the border in the first place. You get it? You see what I'm talking about? But then it gets worse because now the press secretary for whacked out Crazy Joe is being pressed, going, what the heck's going on, man? These illegals are coming across the border. Folks are putting them in hotels, but the National Guard defending the nation's capital, those folks are sleeping in parking garages. What the heck's going on around here? But it gets worse. I know you say, how could that be? But I'm just telling you right now, listen up. Illegal, let me say that again, illegal, let me say that one more time, illegal immigrants to receive $4.38 billion in stimulus checks. So let me get this right. Uh, right? How do I deal with this? Right? Illegals are getting put in hotels. They're getting hospital stays. And they're, now they're getting government stimulus checks. Imagine that. And many Americans are not getting stimulus checks. Because Why? Well, they're too rich. Don't you know there's a cutoff based on your wealth? Now, if that's not financial discrimination, I don't know what is there now. If you're poor, you get a check, and if you're rich, you don't. And How does that all work? Oh, I guess it's because you're white and white and nerdy as the joke goes, right, from Al Yankovic. What on earth is going on with that? The government's just going to decide how wealthy you are, and if you're above a certain line, you're just too wealthy for the socialist handouts and if you're poor well even if you're illegal it's okay who should get a check somebody too rich to get a check or somebody too illegal to get a check answer this is a hard one neither of them right we shouldn't be handing out checks at all it is not the constitutional government's role it's not the limited government's responsibility see right that's what i'm talking about all right, there you have it. Democrats, though, are now putting on a full court press to advance gun control bills in the Senate. So while the illegals cross our borders and hang out in our hotels free, while the illegals are getting stimulus checks, now what government's fixing to do is they're trying to go ahead and take away my God-given right of self-defense. Yeah, expressed and codified as the Second Amendment in the Bill of Rights. Yep, they want to say, Sam, we need common sense gun control, my friend. You, 
uh, shouldn't really be able to have a gun there now. And so the divide in America is over red and blue. What do I mean by that red and blue? I'm talking about Republican and Democrat states. Republican-controlled or Democrat-controlled states defined as red and blue. Sadly, we've spiraled down in our society to that kind of a discussion. You red? You blue? Yeah, how ignorant can a culture get when we divide that simply? But nevertheless, the problem is, is the folks want to take away your guns. And so now they're on a full court press. They've already passed these bills in the House. And now they're pushing in the Senate. Will they get it? Well, it all depends on if a couple of Democrats stand tall for liberty and reject gun control or if they cave. It all depends on a couple of Republicans, too. The swing will be in the few. A couple of Democrats, a couple of Republicans will make the difference. Are they going to push for gun control? Are they going to get it passed through the Senate? Are they going to have whacked out Crazy Joe sign it? Don't know. But when you have literally illegals crossing the border that are bent on rape and sexual predators uh, and murder and tied in with gangs, MS-13 and others, serious crimes, and then they're going to take away our guns. Are you comfortable with that, ladies and gentlemen? Now, these whacked-out liberals went further as they pushed for gun control. The shooting in Colorado, right when it first happened, they wrote, all these Democrats, Harris and others, wrote on Twitter and other places, hey, another white guy goes ballistic and kills everybody. Well, they wanted you to believe it was just some white, uh, what do they call those people? White supremacists went crazy with a gun or whatever. Well, then they got caught because they were lying. They peddled fake news and got caught and had to backpedal. And the reason they did is because the guy wasn't white and the guy wasn't an American and the guy wasn't a white supremacist at all. Not at all. He's from a foreign terrorist kind of a nation, came to America, had mental illness, they say, and then whacked out and went kind of crazy with a gun, blamed it on no, girl, no girlfriend, right? And you, you look at these people's lives, and I'm not trying to down anybody, but I'm saying when you have a life where you don't have love from mother and father and parents and stable home life and uh, a direct compass pointer to God, that he's your true father in heaven and he loves you, and, and then when you get rejected by women, you don't have a stable family life, and, and then, you know, these people are the ones that go nuts. You can see it every time. The, the pattern is clear. No God in your life, no family in your life, not a healthy respect for your country, disappointment everywhere in all your relationships, in all the relationships that you see as your role models, and then your own relationships fall apart, and then you become very paranoid and crazy, and you become mentally ill and unstable, and then you find out there's probably some kind of psychotropic drugs involved. Yeah, the poor guy was getting counseling and on psychotropic drugs of some kind, and then you find out the FBI or the government was somehow involved, and you go, yep. Fits the pattern. This happens every time. Now, I don't know that this is the case. This is the difference between me and the Democrats. I don't make all these assumptions. Okay? I didn't go off saying this guy was this or that. I waited to see what the evidence on the guy was. They say he had no political, really, affiliations. It wasn't about politics, although he hated Donald Trump. So it was not a Donald supporter. <laughs> Isn't that inconvenient for these people? Uh, but then they said that this guy has mental illness and his, his brother or somebody else said that he had paranoia and instability. Sister or somebody else around him was saying he was playing with a gun beforehand. He bought a gun beforehand. You know, this, okay, they're trying to paint this narrative, but the problem is they're getting caught in their own woke scenario. Woke is that you got to believe that guns are evil and bad and you got to get rid of them in our society. No, guns are only evil and bad in the hands of people that use them for evil or bad. Okay, guns are like computers. They're technology. They don't know good nor evil. They just exist. And depends on who uses them and for what purposes. I can use a computer to peddle porn. 
or to create pornography and record it. Or I can use a computer to do family history or ancestry research and do good with my time in my computer. It all is in the eyes of the beholder, they say, or the hands of those who are controlling the technology. Okay, the cop that used a gun eventually to stop this criminal thug. Hey, wonderful use of the technology by a good moral citizen, a servant of the people uh, with a goal, with an honor, or I'm sorry, with an oath to protect and defend, right? That's the kind of people that should own guns. But nevertheless, these whacked out liberals want to take your guns from you because they believe your society will be safer. Your society will be safer. So I got an idea for the full court press Congress. All right. Why don't we just have the Secret Service disarm? Why don't we just have good old Joe, whacked out Joe, run around without any Secret Service protection, without any armed guards, without any protection, without anybody with any guns? And if that goes well for you, Joe, then we might talk about, you know, an expansion of that example that you've set. Until then, my friend. (laughs) What is this? The do as I say, not as I do father mentality from Grandpa Joe? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, I got to have armed guards around me because I'm somebody special. I'm somebody above the people. I'm somebody greater than thou. Is that what we're talking about, Joe? You and all your members of Congress that have the Secret Service and all kinds of special protection, right? Rand Paul got surrounded even by a bunch of thugs at the Capitol. Uh, And he said it was a very scary moment. But he had protection from what, the Capitol Police or the Secret Service? I don't know who. And they said, thank heavens, the cop whisked Rand Paul and his dear wife, Kelly, to safety. That's great. I'm glad about that. I don't want any harm to come to anybody. But this is what I'm talking about. How on earth can you decide that if you work for government or something like that, or you're the president of the United States, that you deserve greater protection? In fact, armed protection is justified in your case. But in my case, Sam Bushman, I can't afford any armed guard, so I do it myself. But no, I would lose that right because these thugs think that it's going to keep us safer. All right, but the problem is Democrats are putting on the full court press to take away your right to keep and bear arms. You're really your God-given right of self-defense. I must remind these Democrats that the law is that you have a right to keep and bear arms. Now, that law doesn't come from a government edict or a privilege granted in some yesteryear congressional session. We're talking about a God-given inalienable right the government's put on notice not to cross that line. So let's be very clear. You don't have the authority, Congress, to deny us our God-given right of self-defense. You flat out lack the authority. In fact, I'll even make it more clear for you. Based on the Declaration of Independence, governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. We have not given you consent to take away any God-given rights from anybody. In fact, we created the Bill of Rights, putting you on notice that these are nolotokas in the Spanish language. Don't note, you can't touch it, right? That's what we're talking about very boldly and clearly. And so while you're giving money and hotels to illegals, while you thugs are having the National Guard sleep in garages, while you're letting rapists into the country, don't you dare put on the full court press to deny us our God given right to keep and bear arms. Don't you dare. And now, on top of it all, they're harassing our buddy Jack Phillips again. Do you remember who Jack Phillips is, ladies and gentlemen, or not? Jack Phillips was the guy that wouldn't bake a cake for the gay couple back in the day. Now, the headline says Jack Phillips, the Colorado baker, who was sued for his refusal 
to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple? Well, he's back in court again. He's in court again. Why? This time he refused to bake a gender transition cake. Yeah. Autumn Scardina, an attorney, ordered a birthday cake in 2017 that was decorated in blue on the outside but was pink inside to reflect Scardina's gender transition. Okay? That's according to ABC News. Anyway, so Jack Jack Phillips said, I'm not going to bake that cake. How many times is Jack Phillips going to find himself drug into court because he won't bake a cake is the question that we all need to ask ourselves. By the way, Phillips also refuses to bake Halloween cakes because he doesn't agree with the messaging of the holiday. Okay, the message would be that he agrees that celebrating transgender is something to celebrate, and he doesn't believe that, so he won't bake the cake. Now, I personally think Jack Phillips is a national hero because he is one who's willing to stand up. Very few are willing to stand up these days, sad to say. But Jack has guts. So Jack finds himself in court again over the really the same issue. Instead of making a bake cake this or a gay promoting cake, it's transgender or gender, I don't know what you call it, transition cake. And in both cases, he says, no, I have my right to conscience, and I can't be forced to do something that I fundamentally disagree with, and I won't do it. And he's right as rain. But I also don't understand, where's the double jeopardy in this thing? He already went to court. He already won. They already stopped him. Now they're suing him again, and he has to go back to court again? What about double jeopardy? Oh, that doesn't apply in this case for some unknown, weird, strange, technical reason, Sam. Folks, we better stand up. Our society is being destroyed in the culture wars, the cancel culture. They want to cancel Jack's whole bakery, don't they? Don't let them do it, folks. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Roads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use. No doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March 24th in the year of our Lord, 2021, and this is our two of two. Last hour, we talked about the great sacred gift of agency yeah man that's what this battle's about don't you know you and i want to preserve our agency and our liberty and there are those who want to steal it from you don't let them get away with it my fellow americans don't let them get away with it we ended the hour last hour talking about jack phillips the poor baker 
The guy wouldn't make a cake for the gay and lesbians. He didn't want to promote their agenda. It's against his conscience, against his right of belief, etc., etc. And they sued him and lost. But then they now a, an attorney, I guess. This um, Autumn Scardina, an attorney, uh, then had I want you to build or bake a tra- uh, gender transition cake for me. And Jack said, "No, I'm not doing that either. And I don't build Halloween cakes. It's against my fundamental beliefs, and it's against my." sacred right of my conscience and one of my greatest precious gifts of private property. Did you know your conscience is private property? Yeah, God gave it to you, not your government, okay? Anyway, I digress. I'm just telling you that Jack said I'm not doing it, and they sued him again, and he's back in court. But I asked at the end of the last hour, and I'll ask again, what the heck ever happened to the Jeopardy, ladies and gentlemen? Double Jeopardy, huh? You know, you're not supposed to be brought in after they've adjudicated something. I guess it's on a technicality because it was a partial win by Jack Phillips, and the attorney's coming back and saying, oh, no, and they can pursue this thing. But it's a shame in America, folks, right? It's a shame. Yeah. So anyway, our pressure with Jack that he prevails again. You know, hopefully that Donald Trump putting uh, good court justices there will, will make a difference. I don't know if it'll go to the Supreme Court again or what it'll have, what'll happen, but it certainly should. You know, it's interesting about this agency thing, right? The sacred gift of agency. <sighs> Given to us by God Almighty, the sacred gift of agency is important. Um, is this, if they can force you to do something, like wear a mask, like bake a cake, like then what can they force you to do? Wearing a mask and baking a cake, they don't really violate God's laws, necessarily. Now, you can have a conscience belief against baking the cake for fundamental moral reasons, and I get that in Jack's case. But if they can force you to bake a cake, if they can force you to wear a mask, what else can they force you to do? Just ask yourself that. Take a vaccine. Divorce your wife? What if the government just came out and said, we don't believe in male and female relationships anymore? There, you got to divorce your wife. You got to jettison your spouse. We're a communist nation now, and we don't believe in male and female relationships. We only believe in sex to make babies for the state. Or any perverted sex is fine, but, you know, normal, God-ordained procreation and appropriate sanctioned by God, uh, relationships are out. We're not doing that anymore. Can the government force that? You say, oh, Sam, you're being way off the charts extreme. Oh, am I? Am I? These are the ones that if I were to tell you that force you to have a vaccine and force you to wear a mask every day of your life, uh, that you'd be like, no, Sam, come on, that ain't having it. But now it is. Now what do you say to me, huh? Not so extreme anymore, huh? Did you know that Oregon, the state of Oregon, did you know this, Cameron, the state of Oregon now is trying to make masks permanent? Yeah. Yeah. The state of Oregon is trying to make masks permanent there. They want you to wear a mask all the time. Don't worry. When it's safe, they'll take away that rule, that law, if you let them pass it in the first place, don't you know? This is the kind of stuff they're doing. I kid you not. It's whacked out insane. And then I speak out against it, and they're like, oh, there you go again, Sam, peddling fake news there. Well, you go look it up, smarty people. You go check it out. Am I right or am I wrong? 
This is serious business. Okay? That's the stuff we're dealing with. This is not a joke. And you can say, Sam, you're going too far. Oh, am I? Or are the people that are forcing you to wear a mask and trying to make it permanent in one state, the state of Oregon? Right? They're literally doing that. Now, if I would have told you that a year or two ago, before the cocoa hit, everybody would have went, oh, come on, are you kidding me right now? Oh, no, they'll, they'll lock you in your house for weeks at a time. Uh, they'll not let you go to restaurants. They'll shut down all the private businesses everywhere. Uh, they'll, and uh, if I would have told you that, you would have went, come on, Sam. Right? Right? You would have said, no, Sam, that just cannot be, buddy. But now it is. Oregon mask requirements. Oregon health officials propose permanent mask mandates. Go look for that on your Google there, people. Oregon health officials propose permanent mask mandates. The Federalist is who has that piece, by the way. Okay. You don't like that source? How about the Daily Wire? They're saying it too. Okay, you don't like that source? Fine. MSN has it too. Okay, you don't like that source? Fine. Yeah. News Wars has it also. Yeah. Oregon.gov has it. Oregon issues stricter mask mandates. Oregon health officials want to make mask mandate. Yeah. It's everywhere. MSN has it. All kinds of places. What the heck's going on around here, folks? And so you could say I'm being extreme, but when they're forcing a man to make a cake for the second time by using the courts against him, denying double jeopardy uh, protections, and now you literally have a situation where they're trying to make masks permanent. It's kind of like your income tax. You know, let them make it permanent, but don't worry. It's a temporary tax now, don't you know, people? And it's just a temporary mask, people. Come on, when it's safe, we'll take it off. We'll get rid of that restriction. Now, I always make a joke, folks, when I'm out with people. I walk around with just my face on. No, I don't have black face. I'm not doing any racist things. I just got my face on, the face of Sam Bushman, the one that God Almighty gave me, okay? And I look at people and I say, how do you like my mask? And they look at me weird because I'm just not wearing a mask, right? It's just my face. And they look at me like, what? And I said, you know, my mask. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, look, God gave it to me. And by the way, if he gave me your mask, I would look like you. Did you know that? But I don't have your mask. I have my mask. God makes me look like me. And that's the face he gave me. And is that a mask? And if we're going to peddle fake news, um, it's a fake news that we should wear something different than the mask God gave us, right? I mean, if our face is good enough for God, isn't it good enough for us? No, no, Sam, you got to put a, a diaper on your face to make it better. See, what the heck? Anyway, I always joke, though, and so I just say, hey, I already got my mask on. People, God gave it to me. Thank you very much. People think I'm a weirdo, but I, I hope to try to drive home a very fundamental point about agency. Back to the agency discussion. It is a sacred gift of agency given to us by God Almighty, ladies and gentlemen. We have an obligation. We have not only a blessing of agency, it's a sacred gift, but it also has tremendous responsibility that comes with it, doesn't it? 
tremendous responsibility indeed that comes with it. And Jack Phillips has taken his personal responsibility very seriously. He will defend his right of conference, all the right of conscience, all the way to the Supreme Court. He did it once. He's fixing to do it again if they let him as they try to take down all of us in the culture war. All right, you know who Joy Behar is? Or Behar, is that how you say it? B-E-H-A-R, Behar. I don't know if it's Behar, Behar, whatever. Anyway, she's a whacked-out TV uh, liberal, right? She's a talking head on TV liberal, and Joy, she's not bringing a whole lot of joy to me, I'll tell you that right now, too, just saying. Anyway, Joy poked fun at Americans who did not want the coronavirus. Well, she poked fun at them until the good news came. Yes, indeed. Now free donuts are involved, ladies and gentlemen. Are you aware of that? <laughs> yeah. She referred to the nation as a country of golden retrievers. <laughs> Comparing the American people to dogs. Yeah. She referred to the nation as being a nation of golden retrievers during Tuesday's broadcast of The View TV show. Yeah. Saying that people were behaving like dogs who performed tricks in order to get a treat. Yeah. It's very strange. Co-host Whoopi Goldberg began the show. With the news, ladies and gentlemen. You ready for the news? Donut Shop Krispy Kreme. I guess Donut Chain is how you say it because they're a chain of shops, right? Donut Chain Krispy Kreme was offering a free donut any day and every day to anyone who showed proof of vaccinations. Yeah. Now she says, I'm not, uh, I, one of the co-hosts said, I'm not really a fan of donuts, but I appreciate the effort. Now, hold on. Don't donuts make you obese? And isn't obesity the great morbidity that they're claiming that can really, really take you down over the cocoa? So there's a disconnect for the liberals here, but there you have it. Krispy Kreme literally offering donuts. Yeah, <clears throat> but it gets worse. I'll explain in seconds on your radio. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So whacked out, talking head, TV, nutcase, Joy Behar, poked fun at Americans that didn't want to take the cocoa vaccines until free donuts were involved. So Krispy Kreme offering donuts to everybody who gets the cocoa vaccination. She referred to the nation as a country of golden retrievers. Yeah. People were behaving like dogs. She says, come on, people. You know what? I do that to my dog. I give my dog a treat if they sit down and roll over, da-da-da. Sadly, I have to agree that she's half right. But here's the problem. Then she went, in my opinion, what's the word? Aplectic? Whatever it is. But she literally lost her mind. And she said this. You know what would help? If they would attach those stimulus checks to the CocoVax. Yeah. You're not going to get your check unless you take the vaccine. That ought to work. Yeah. I bet you that would work, she finished. What do you think of that, folks? What do you think of that, folks? I don't know what to think about that. Because this is what I mean, folks. So they're literally doubling down with the vaccination. And you have now cruise lines saying, you can go cruise with us if you have a vaccination. You have illegal immigrants crossing the border. They want to take away your guns. You can't deny baking a cake. You must be forced to bake a cake. Oregon health officials are proposing a permanent mask mandate if they can get it. Now Joy poking fun at Americans who don't want the vaccine. Now Krispy Kreme literally saying, I'll give you free donuts. If you take the cocoa, a little bit of a carrot there. But Joy whacked out Bihar, Behar, literally going, hey, man, we ought to tie the um, vaccinations to the stimulus checks. That ought to work. Wow. I don't really know how to respond to all that, except for these people have literally, I'm telling you right now, you think they're crazy, and then they say something even crazier. And you go, what? on earth can I do about this? Now, there's a big difference between me and Joy. Because what Joy would like to do is shut down my free speech. She'd like to just kick me off the radio and not even let me have a voice. But here's the interesting thing. I believe in the God-given sacred gift of agency. And I believe in the free speech principle. I believe in the First Amendment that gives me five guarantees. 
Okay, government's on notice to give me guarantees that they can't violate my five fundamental freedoms codified in the First Amendment. Okay, so I would not try to deny, to deny Joy's ability to express her view. Okay, I would not. So I don't agree with her whacked out view. I think she's a nut. Okay. I don't agree with her point at all. But I will def- defend her right to her view. Okay? So I think it's very offensive to the American people saying the nation's like a bunch of golden retrievers. You know, you do Pavlov's dog and you do a trick and you get a treat and roll over and sit down. And ch- I mean, I understand her point, and I don't really fundamentally disagree, but that's a very offensive thing. That's about as bad as Hillary saying we got to jettison the deplorables kind of a statement, right? It's offensive as all get out. It's half true, sad to say. But then she wants to use force to deny me my agency, and then she wants to basically create a litmus test. If you get the Vax, then... Then you can have a government check. So they're going to rape my taxpayer's wallet at the point of a government gun. They're going to redistribute the wealth. And then she wants to use a litmus test to deny me my God-given sacred agency. Right? I mean, these people are egregious. They're over the top. And people say, you know, we need to be civil. And I agree. But at some point you go, she can have her view and I'll defend her right to have that view. But. When they start to force the rest of us, it's beyond the free speech idea. It's not just her view anymore. Right? That's the problem. Anyway, there you have it, Behar. These people can't get crazy. Just when you think they've gone off the cuckoos, I mean, just you think they've gone off. Do I dare say the reservation? Can I say that or is that racist? And when you go off the plantation, the reservation, see, there you go. When you go off the, quote, woke point they always try to make and reject their view, then they just absolutely lose their minds. And that's what you see here. Okay, they want to force this on me. And if I say, no, wait a minute, I've got my sacred gift of agency, the God-given sacred gift of agency, right? Then they want to lose their minds. They don't want me to say God-given. They don't want me to talk about agency at all. And if they had the chance, they'd shut me down, and I wouldn't even have my free speech available afforded to me. Although I will do my very best to guarantee it for them, even if they're whacked out as all get out. All right. You remember who Sidney Powell is, right? That's the attorney that said there was vote fraud everywhere. Well, I hate to say this, but Sidney Powell pulls on Alex Jones is the only way I know how to describe it. Yeah. Pulls and Alex Jones. That's right. What am I talking about, you say? Sidney Powell pulls an Alex Jones. Here's what Sidney Powell is now saying in court, ladies and gentlemen. No reasonable person would have bought my claims. Former Trump lawyer wants suit against her tossed. Evan Gestalvo writes the piece. Now, wait a minute, Sydney. you don't think any reasonable people, no reasonable person would have bought your claims? 
Former Trump lawyer wants suit tossed. That's kind of like what Alex Jones did. He went into court. Yeah, with a um, <clears throat> oh, whatever that school shooting in the Northeast is called. What's it called? I don't mean to mock it by not remembering. What's it called? I'm just on the fly, and I don't have notes in front of me. And I'm, I'm just speaking from the heart, okay? Anyway, the um, oh, what's that shooting called? Anyway, um, and he said that there was uh, government involvement, and there was all these things. And anyway, the family sued. It was a big old lawsuit. It all melted down, uh, and Alex Jones went to court, and Alex Jones said, hey, you know, um, I do a lot of this for theater. I'm just a radio talk show host in entertainment. It's theater. I don't really believe any of it. It's theater. And then he went on to say that I got kind of a mental illness. I thought everything was a conspiracy. I thought everything was a fraud. I thought everything was, and now I know that I was wrong. And so he went into court and literally reversed himself a thousand percent. And um, now Sidney Powell doing a similar sad tale. Sidney Powell pulls an Alex Jones. No reasonable person would have bought my claims. Former Trump lawyer wants suit tossed. Wow. I don't know how to respond to this. Really, I don't. Attorney Sidney Powell, a member of President Donald Trump's legal team, speaks during a rally. And this was back, you know, on December 20th, 2020 or whatever, right? All those claims that Dominion Voting Systems machines? Yeah. I guess you can't trust that. No reasonable person would have taken that view, she says. No reasonable person would have taken those statements as facts, she says. Yeah. What do you think about that? I do believe the machines are rigged folks and i think somebody got to sydney not only to attack her i know she's reversed her course i know alex jones reversed his course but in a new court filing pal is seeking to have dominion defamation lawsuit against her dropped yeah cnn reports the details now you say sam you say well why are you referring to cnn because I can't get any other news on the topic. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to talk to Sydney about it, and I've had her on this program before, but I reach out and I don't get any responses from her anymore. They say that Powell was making highly charged and political statements to describe why she had filed lawsuits on behalf of Trump, arguing that Dominion was involved in a vast conspiracy to steal the election from Trump. All right. She was, listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen, she was, the filing argues, just stating her own opinion, leaving the public to reach their own conclusion about what happened. Are you kidding me now? Quick pause, back in a flash on your radio. Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. With recent shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, and Boulder, Colorado, some politicians want to infringe on the Second Amendment. Louisiana Senator Republican John Kennedy says you don't stop drunk drivers by taking all the sober drivers off the road. The senator continues on Fox News. In my judgment, we do not need more gun control. We need more idiot control. Two accused leaders of the Proud Boys Militia Group on Tuesday pleaded not guilty to multiple criminal charges related to their alleged role in the occupation of the U.S. Capitol. At a federal court hearing in Washington, D.C., Ethan Norton of Washington State and Joseph Biggs of Florida both pleaded not guilty to riot-related charges. Conservative Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has claimed victory following Israel's fourth election in less than two years. Projections based on exit polls from Israel's three leading broadcasters, which could change, all show Netanyahu winning. USA Radio News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Lynn's S and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit lynnzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Gun control is front and center again. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. On a day after a mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado, a GOP-backed bill to reduce gun crimes has been filed. It's being pushed by Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, who says we need to take a look at a targeted approach toward combating violent crime. Targeted at violent criminals, targeted at felons, targeted at fugitives, targeted at those with serious mental disease to stop them from getting firearms. Problems at the Guatemala airport. Dan Naraki reports. The airport in the capital city of Guatemala has been temporarily closed because of falling volcanic ash. The Bacaya volcano, about 30 miles away from Guatemala City's La Aurora International Airport, has been active in recent weeks. Unfavorable wind conditions Tuesday sent ash towards the airport covering buildings, planes, and runways. Civil aviation authorities say they're working on cleanup and hope to resume normal operations at the airport as soon as possible, but aren't sure when it will be able to reopen. USA Radio News. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I was refused to use continues, I'm telling you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much news, it is just shocking. All right? So Sidney Powell, I don't know what happened to her, folks. And I don't want to attack Sidney because I think she's a dear friend. And I don't know why she would change her position on this. Some would say, well, she just whipped out, Sam. I don't agree. Okay? 
But what do you do when you stand up on something and you're about to expose one of the biggest fraud in the world's history? And then they sue you and they try to shut you down and they do all those things. You can weather all that. But ladies and gentlemen, what happens when they start to threaten your loved ones? Or they start to whatever. All right, now listen carefully to what Sydney says, folks. I told you what CNN and the mainstream press says. Here's what it says on Sydney Powell's webpage, because Kurt Crosby always recommends we go to the source, and I couldn't agree more. Here's the headline from Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell responds to the fake news. The number sign, that's hashtag fake news, is lying to everyone about our filing in the Dominion case. My position has not changed. We will be taking them to the mat. She says, this lawsuit is another attempt to silence critics and citizens who want to invest, investigate voter fraud. The statements that Dominion claims are defamatory are actually protected speech under the First Amendment because they deal with matters of public concern i.e. election integrity. So the media and their allies are spinning meritless claims because their arguments have neither the facts nor the law needed to hold up in the courtroom. Yeah, the statements complained of are also protected because Dominion is a public figure and must prove that Miss Powell acted with malice. This is impossible, as Sydney's lawyer explains, because MS Powell's statements were based on sworn affidavits, declarations, expert reports, and documentary evidence. She presented this evidence for all to see in four different court filings and on her website. Contrary to what the fake news is pushing, Sydney did not claim in court that no reasonable person would believe her claims. The press is using twisted legalese and manipulating the legal standard to to confuse the issue as they have done before in other high-profile cases. Ms. Powell has statements that are legal opinions that she stands behind as they were based on sworn affidavits, declarations, expert reports, and documentary evidence. David Dominion claims that the evidence Ms. Powell relied on to assert her claims of election integrity is incredible and not believable. Mrs. Powell responded by pointing out that her assertions were indeed legal opinions based on the evidence that she submitted before different courts. Accordingly, her statements are not subject to challenge under, quote, defamation law. There you have it. There's an official statement from her attorney about it on her website, sydneypal.com, and more. This is a long deal, folks. Right? 
Here's what. Let me get this guy's name here. Howard. Clint Heller. I don't know how to say his last name. He responds to media allegations regarding a motion dismissed to or a motion to dismiss regarding the Dominion complaint. Dateline, New York, New York. Yesterday, several news media outlets cut and paste out of text comments portions of our motion to dismiss the Dominion complaint to spin a message that election fraud allegations that Ms. Powell presented to various courts and to the public were not credible. I'd like to clarify what actually was presented to the court. First, let me be clear. Any suggestion that no reasonable person would believe Ms. Powell or her comments on the elections is false. The language these reports refer to is a, quote, legal standard adopted by the courts to determine whether statements qualify as opinions which are exempt from defamation liability. That's a real important point to understand. As the D.C. Circuit reaffirmed just last week, there is no claim for defamation when the alleged defamatory statement is a legal opinion. Ms. Powell's statements fall precisely into this category. Ms. Powell reviewed sworn affidavits, declarations, expert testimony, and other highly corroborated evidence concerning the election which Ms. Powell filed with the courts and shared publicly. She continues to stand by those opinions today. Our motion in part argued that the Dominion case should be dismissed because legal opinions are not grounds for a charge of defamation. Anyway, it goes on. And it's long, but they say the case should be dismissed in its entirety. For further information, contact and they give the attorney's number. Yeah. And since the number is public, I'm going to give you the number, Cameron. For further information, contact. Here's the number. And I want you to call this number and say we've got a live radio program going on right now. Do you want to come on the air and talk about it? Ready, Cameron? 917-793-1188. And you say, Sam, you shouldn't give out that number. It's right on Sydney Powell's website. If you want more information, that's where you go. So I'm going to see if Cameron wants to just call and say, hey, we got a live radio program going on. The host is defending the host is defending Miss Powell and wants to know if you want to come on and help talk about this to the press. The number, 917-793-1188 is the number. And Cameron's going to find out and see, hey, you know what? Um, do, do they want to come on the radio and talk about it? I'm defending Sidney Powell. Okay. Yeah. There you have it. I find that very fascinating because now, if they're not very careful, ladies and gentlemen, right? You got to ask yourself this question. You got to be honest with you. Are they lying about this? Did Sidney Powell pull an Alex Jones? 
No reasonable person would have bought my claims, they say. Now, former lawyer wants suit against her tossed. I agree the former lawyer wants the suit tossed. But in my mind, the real headline says Sidney Powell responds to the fake news. The number of fake news is lying to everyone about our filing in the Dominion case. My position has not changed. Uh, so no one picked up on the phone. Did I give you a voicemail, Cameron? All right, we just got a voicemail, so I don't know about calling that number. That's not helping us right now. But she says we will be taking them to the mat. Sydney Powell. And you know what? I love it. Because she should take them to the mat. Oftentimes in courts, ladies and gentlemen, there's a different standard than what you and I live by. Okay? Understand that oftentimes you and I think something based on a court, you know, cases a certain way and it's not. What do I mean by that? Look, it's true. The legal standard oftentimes is different from what you and I think. You and I think, hey, she changed what she said. Well, she really said, hey, I'm entitled to my opinion. And uh, therefore, you can't call my speech defamation. I'm an attorney. I had proof, as far as I could tell, or credible evidence. And even if you disagree with me in a court case, that doesn't mean my opinion becomes libel, slander, defamation. It doesn't equate to those things. And I'm merely saying that. Now, the problem is they're taking things out of context. The statements are protected. Let's talk about it. Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound changed to Dada. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. <laughs> I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean, quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because... Uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay. Abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country.
back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So the problem is the mainstream press peddling this, you know, as the attorney says, cut and pasted, out-of-context statements about Sidney Powell. So you know what? Did Sidney Powell pull in Alex Jones? Was Alex Jones wrong for what he claimed in court? Or sometimes you got to go to the defense that the courts allow. Let me give you a weird scenario that kind of makes the point that I'm making, although it's a totally different topic. Try to follow me. Sometimes my mind works very strangely, but see if I can connect the dots for you, okay, ladies and gentlemen? The credit card world is a very strange world. It all relates to your credit reports, and there's three credit reporting agencies, right? Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian are the three. And um, they have weird credit rules that are secret. Nobody knows what those rules are. Nobody can get the formula of how the credit really works. It's a little bit like the Coke recipe, okay? Top secret stuff, buddy. Now, many people have been able to guess how it works, and they've been able to run simulations and see what credit scores do. And over time, we've developed some pretty good understandings of what to do and what not to do. Uh, But it's all circumstantial. It's all downstream. When we do this, we see this happen, so don't do that. And we feel like we understand a lot of the formula, but we don't have the formula facts. It's kind of like a math equation where somebody says, hey, this is how it all happens, and then the details are secret, and then I come up with, well, I don't have the ability to duplicate their exact math, but I do have the ability to follow a lot what's done in my own way, and my formula might be different than them, and it might not be perfect, but I get a good handle on what's going on. It's like that. So anyway, with credit, though, the things that you do make no sense from a moral point of view. All right, listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. They make no sense from a moral point of view. So if you have a late credit item, let's say I have a $1,000 debt, I don't pay it, it gets late. And uh, I don't pay it because I'm, well, I lost my job because of the coronavirus or who knows what. And I don't pay it and I don't pay it and I don't pay it. Now, a year later, I get back on my feet. Two years later, three years later, I'm back on my feet and I'm good. And I try to apply for credit and they go, your credit's bad. You have these late payments on here. And the late payments continue to report. But you know what? They stopped a year ago. Because they don't, they don't report it forever. So they reported it for two years. Now it stopped for a year. We're three years into this, right? The normal moral person says, I ought to pay that bill, that $1,000 bill. I, I couldn't pay it, and I'm so sorry. I didn't do it on purpose, but I couldn't help it. Now I can pay it. I'm going to pay it. That's the moral correct thing to do. I get it. But it's the last thing that you should do. Why? Well, I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but if you don't pay that, it's already three years in, remember. Two years they recorded. Month after month after month they reported late, 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 late. But they stopped over the last year. and They're not going to continue reporting it late forever. I don't know if you know, but if you do nothing, then it falls off of your credit in seven years. It's gone. And you can write a note and add it to your credit file that says, I know I have these late payments, Uh, But I couldn't help it. I lost my job, but now I'm back on my feet and doing well, and I can pay my bills now. You can add that entry, and people who see the late payments will see your little note as well. And if you leave it alone and do nothing, that note will defend you and your credit for the next, what, four years in this case, because we're already into it three years, the next four years um, before it falls off your credit by law. It goes away. However, Ever, ladies and gentlemen, because that reporting stopped after the first two years, it's been a year since you have a late payment, if you will. If you pay off that $1,000 credit, then it comes back and reports again that you were late. It doesn't report that you paid the bill to zero and that 
you've done your best to remedy the situation. It just reports another late payment a year later. Yeah. So now that late payment is recent, or that lack of payment, that late charge is recent, not a year ago. And it actually makes your credit worse. I know it doesn't make any sense, folks. I get it. I'm just telling you what the algorithms do in a best guess scenario. Just follow me in a best guess scenario. Why? Because it's like the Coke recipe. We don't know what the credit report, how they really work. We just know from experience that when you pay that late bill, it makes it worse. And if you don't pay it, it eventually falls off your credit. Your best bet from a moral point of view is to pay that payment. I get it. But from a credit card point of view, if I'm trying to help you get a home loan or a mortgage or some kind of a, uh, you know, build your credit score, you know, rebuild your credit score, I have to tell you to not pay that bill because it'll just report another late on your credit report. So your best bet is not to pay the bill, but to write a note explaining the circumstances so that people can get the best case reality check. And if you owe that thousand bucks and you pay, say a hundred dollars a month for 10 months and you really struggle to pay it off, then you'll get 10 lates. Every time you pay a hundred bucks, it's going to report late, late, late. And factually, listen carefully, factually, you were late 10 times, weren't you? Yeah, that's why they report that way. And so you go, what? This is crazy town. I know I get it. It is. It's insane. The reason that I tell you this big story now, back around to the Sidney Powell situation, there are things that you do in court that don't make any sense, but it's because of the way the laws are written. It's because of the way the courts are um, set up. So let me give you an example. Attorneys give opinions. Even the Supreme Court gives opinions. You know, they always say the dissenting opinion, the prevailing opinion says this and that. So in court, it's dealt with opinions, okay? Now, that's a different term when you say in court opinion versus when I say that's just my opinion to which I'm entitled to. See, I'm not an attorney. I'm not in court. The definition is totally different in the real world versus the law and the courts and attorneys, etc. So when Sidney Powell says it's my opinion that these things are late, I'm sorry, that these things are fraudulent, Okay, listen carefully. It's my opinion that these things are fraudulent because of all the court documents that I see, and I've filed court documents to that, and you can't say that I'm committing libel or slander. You can't say that I'm guilty of defamation towards this entity called Dominion because I'm entitled as an attorney to express my opinion. I can't say it's fact because we're going to court to determine the facts or to determine the reality. Even if the courts go against me on that, they disagree with me. They have the right to have their opinion. She would say that the courts, if they rule against her, would have the dissent, or that they would have the prevailing opinion, and she would have the dissenting opinion. The Supreme Court does it all the time. However, that's different from the news media going, yeah, Sydney just told you that it's her opinion about this thing, and, you know, she really kind of walked away from it, and she says, my position has not changed. We will be taking them to the mat. Her attorney said yesterday, several news media outlets cut and paste out of text portions of our motion to dismiss. So in the motion, they're saying, hey, Sydney is an attorney. She expressed a legal opinion based on the facts and the evidence she turned in. And by law, you can't call that defamation. Right? 
So they kind of made it sound like her uh, views are not credible. She's just expressing an opinion as opposed to the fact. That's not accurate, folks. That's not true. As the D.C. Circuit reaffirmed just last week, there is no claim for defamation when the alleged defamatory statement is a legal opinion. Miss Powell's statements fall into these precise categories based on what, you say? Based on the evidence that she gathered. She reviewed sworn affidavits, declarations, expert testimony, and other highly um, appropriate documentation or highly credible documentation. So the courts could disagree with Miss Powell on this. In other words, she can lose the court case, ladies and gentlemen. But this idea that the, uh, you know, that she betrayed us all isn't true. Why did I start out saying she pulled in Alex Jones? Because I want to defend Alex Jones a little bit too. She might have done what was best based on court precedent, based on court cases, based on legal defined terms in court, just like Alex did. But that doesn't mean that they're necessarily jettisoning their positions. What would make her maybe um, take the tact she's doing? Maybe threats of safety? Maybe advice from attorneys? I don't know. But I'm not about to jettison Sydney Powell over this. Not about to. I think she's right, and I agree with her attorney, Howard Klenhendler. K-L-E-I-N-H-E-N-D-L-E-R. Anyway, um, there you go. That's serious, serious business, folks. This is very serious because, you know what? Sidney Powell now has the ability to sue the mainstream press. And that's exactly what I would encourage her to do. Sue their socks off. They cut and paste only portions of and took out of context the truth, making a legal opinion based on facts and evidence that she reviewed to what she's entitled to as an attorney, turning that into a uh, case of, what is it, libel, slander, defamation, all these words come, what do they mean? There is no claim for defamation when the alleged defamatory statement is a legal opinion, right? If that's true, then all she's saying is dismiss the case because I'm entitled to my opinion. That doesn't mean that she's jettisoning the facts and changing her view at all. She's merely using the court's legally defined terms to make her point, which is, I am not guilty of defamation. It's impossible for me to be. I'm an attorney, and attorneys express opinions, legal opinions, by the way, different from just Joe Blow's redneck opinion. I'm the redneck opinion guy. She's the legal opinion gal, right? And there's a big, massive difference between the two. And for the mainstream press to make you believe that it's all one and the same and that she backtracked and failed and capitulated is an absolute, in-your-face, flat-out, fake news lie. So not only did Howard speak out for Sydney as her attorney, but Sydney spoke out herself, which is rarely done in cases like this as well. But she responds to the fake news openly and boldly. The fake news is lying to everyone about our filing in the Dominion case. My position has not changed. 
We will be taking them to the mat. I hope she does. And I hope she basically uses this legal argument to make her point. I hope they dismiss the case. And then I hope she sues the socks out of the media. And Dominion, she files a countersuit to say, hey, you know what? How dare you sue me for defamation? Because we've got witnesses and everybody else that are making this claim. And I'm merely putting it together as the attorney and filing it and saying, hey, these are credible claims. Let's, let's adjudicate it in court. If there is a redress of grievance, that's where you're supposed to go. The courts, is it not? Anyway, so I, I, I know I started out going, hey, you know, Sydney Powell uh, committed an Alex Jones. She kind of did. On the surface, it looks like both of them caved and sent us south. They'd be just. I don't know that either of them necessarily did that. I think you better be careful when you go into the court-based landscape of legally redefined terms and everything else and pull out what you think from it and think that we're right and that they betrayed us. I wouldn't go there at all. I would defend Sidney Powell. Is she perfect? No, none of us are. But I believe she's a true blue patriot. And I believe she's trying to get to the bottom of the truth, and I believe the system is so corrupt that she, she can't seem to get anywhere. Good luck. And our prayers are with Sidney Powell. Ladies and gentlemen, pray hard. Work hard to defend the greatest country on the face of the earth. I declare we the people can save America with the grace of God Almighty. Will you help us? Hey, thanks.